avoiding the turtles all the way down problem. What my title terms the turtles all the way down problem is presented by Stephen Hawking as follows, quote, a well-known scientist, some say it was Bertrand Russell, once gave a public lecture on astronomy. He described how the Earth orbits around the Sun and how the Sun, in turn, orbits around the center of a vast collection of stars called our galaxy. At the end of the lecture, a little old lady at the back of the room got up and said, what you've told us is rubbish. The world is really a flat plate supported on the back of a giant tortoise. The scientist gave a superior smile before replying, what is the tortoise standing on? You're very clever, young man, very clever, said the old lady, but it's turtles all the way down, end quote. If indeed it is turtles all the way down, then there can be no comprehensive account or theory because there must be infinitely many turtles. One encounters the turtles all the way down problem if one thinks foundationally. Given that theories are collections of sentences, in a foundationally structured theory, each sentence presented as true must be based on other sentences already accepted as true. In a foundationally structured theory, the infinite regress problem of turtles all the way down could be solved only if there was a sentence or perhaps a collection of sentences that were, was or were self-evident. Contemporary philosopher Rebecca Goldstein, who assumes without arguments that theories must be foundationally structured, reasons as follows, quote, The form of the good of Agathon is a place where all explanations stop. It is the level of the self-explanatory. There must be such a level of the self-explanatory if reality is, as Plato has assumed it to be, thoroughly intelligible. Explanations must penetrate the whole of what is. It's not turtles all the way down, but rather logoi, reasons all the way down. According to Goldstein, it is reasons all the way down to the one self-explanatory reason, the form of the good. Yet neither Goldstein nor Plato ever explains, articulates this form of the good or explains how it could be self-explanatory. She does say the following, quote, The best reason is in itself a self-starter, an explanation that explains itself, a causa sui, that is, cause of itself, as Spinoza, who picked up this platonic intuition and ran all the way with it, was to put it. The determining role of the best reason in making the world what it is is what the goodness in truth, beauty, goodness consists in. Goodness is interwoven with truth because the explanation for the truth is that the truth is determined by the best reason, and the best reason works all on its own, which is as good as it gets. The truth, being determined by the best reason, is ultimately capable of explaining itself. End quote. Unfortunately, this is simply unintelligible. There can be no causa sui, no cause of itself, nothing that causes itself, because only something that already is can cause anything else to be. As Nietzsche puts it, the cause of itself would have to, quote, pull itself by its own hair out of the swamp of nothingness into existence, end quote. Goldstein is willing to bite this bullet, quote, the good is what bestows existence, he tells us in the Republic. Agathon binds the structure of reality, whatever that reality might turn out ultimately to be. In the Timaeus, Plato voices skepticism that we can never know it in its entirety. Reasons being intelligible doesn't entail its being intelligible to us, end quote. Foundationalism is reinforced by metaphorical uses of relatively ordinary English terms in that theories can be said to be founded, grounded, or supported, or to have groundworks, bases, or footings, or to be subject to being undermined. Demands that philosophical theses be, prove, theses be proved often also reinforce foundational assumptions. In modern philosophy, the analog most commonly introduced to clarify theory structure is the building with foundations. One central flaw 
with the building with foundations analogy arises from what can reasonably be termed its pre-Copernican status. A building resting on a foundation is a terrestrial edifice whose structural integrity can require, but is also threatened by gravity, and is preserved not only, in some but not in the simplest cases, by its inner structuration, but also, in all cases ultimately, by the earth. The earth is presupposed simply to be stable, so even in, in uses of the analogy that recognize, as for example does Kant's critique of pure reason, that foundations must be laid on solid ground, presuppose that whatever underlies that ground supports it. A first analogy that avoids this flaw is provided by D-sticks building sets. These sets include wooden colored, colored wooden sticks of various lengths and pl flexible plastic connectors, each of which has several slots into which the sticks can be securely inserted. The stability of heaps of such sticks and connectors, like that of buildings with foundations, presupposes grounded gravity, but even the simplest of linkages, that consisting of a single stick inserted into a single connector, does not. The two components are stabilized in that they remain connected when tossed into the air. As components are added to the simplest D-stick structure, stabilizations of various sorts become possible. Adding two more sticks and two more connections in any matter whatsoever yields a structure that is stable in that none of its connections depends on either ground or gravity, but that structure is made more stable if it is reconfigured into a triangle. It then also maintains its shape independently of ground and gravity. These six structures are of course constructed and hence require constructors. There is, however, an important sense in which the constructor does not determine structural stabilization. The sense is revealed by an example. The most stable structure that can be made with six sticks of the same length and four connectors is a tetrahedron, and this fact is independent of any constructor. This is relevant to theorization because when theories are assessed, the most appropriate assessment is of the theories and not of the theoreticians who formulate them. The D-sticks analogy can also clarify the distinction between consistency and coherence. Any heap of D-sticks pieces is consistent in the sense that there will be no piece whose inclusion precludes the inclusion in the heap of any other piece, and that consistency remains unchanged if the pieces are heaped differently. As merely heaped, however, the configuration of the pieces is incoherent in the sense that no pieces are interlinked. As pieces are interconnected, the coherence of the configuration of pieces, the coherence of the structure, increases. D6 structures considered as analogs to theories avoid some of the most important flaws of the building with foundations analog, but one important way in which they are disanalogous to philosophical theories is that their components can be definitively determined. They include only sticks and connectives. A second analogy or analog which improves on the D-sticks analogy in this respect is that of the space station. Components of space stations, like those of D-stick structures, are not stabilized by being grounded or supported. The reason for this in the case of space stations is the at least frequent and possibly permanent absence of significant gravitational fields that these components must resist. The components are therefore stabilized, like those of D-stick structures, by being interconnected. The components in their interconnections can be of various sorts and of various strengths. A wire that dangled loosely would be minimally stabilized, Securing the loose end would increase its stabilization. Wires or girders, for example, connected to many other wires or girders, would generally be more integral to the structure than would those with fewer connections, and that the disconnection or removal would destabilize the station itself to greater degrees. Correspondingly, theses within theories structured as networks will vary in status in that some are more tightly and multiply interlinked, and hence more central, where whereas others are more loosely and less multiply interlinked and hence more peripheral.
Alterations to relatively peripheral components of the theory can improve it, where if superior alternatives to central components were discovered, the theory relying on those components would presumably be an alternative theory. In addition, a space station like a theory could qualify as the best available at some specific time, but not as absolutely the best. The possibility of superior alternatives could not be excluded.